Thanks for listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. For that, you deserve a holiday with RAA. Win your dream holiday thanks to RAA Travel. Just register at safm.com.au. RAA does holidays everywhere, every day. Book yours today with RAA. SAFM's Beck and Soda. God, it was magnificent. Sam Smith here last night, and we had the opportunity with a bunch of our lovely listeners, you guys, went along to really be blown away. Uh, plenty that of voice. anticipation getting down there. This is Sam's voice. That was live from last night. How good. Yeah, those images of South Australia and the Cube beamed all over the globe. So, yeah, great advertisement for South Australia. All right, we're on a bus down there. Plenty of anticipation. We're going to love this. Okay, we are on the Dezza's minibus on the way to the Cube to see Sam Smith perform. We have our winners, our beautiful listeners, Sophia. How excited are you? Very excited. (laughs) Hi, I'm Maddie, and I'm really, really hoping you'll sing Gimme, which I think is out tomorrow in Australia. So I hope we get the first sneak peek. Okay, who have we got up the back of Dezza's? We've got Scott. And Sarah. And what Sam Smith song are you most interested in? Let's go with Dancing with a Stranger because that's what I won this competition from. The one second of Sam. The one second of Sam, yes. Also, too, we are very, very lucky. We have someone with a Sam Smith tattoo on the bus. We do. Frankie, what have you got on your car? I have got the Disclosure tattoo from the album that he sang Latch that made him actually famous. So I can't wait to see Sam Smith tonight. What will you do when they play Latch tonight, Frankie? I will wet myself the car away. I'm already (laughs) wetting myself. How's your bus ride? We are now best friends with Becca Soda. Beck has promised us Taylor Swift tickets as well, just quietly. She loves that we are massive Sam Smith fans. Hey, Becca Soda. Thank you so much for these tickets. It's the best. We love Sam Smith and we're so stoked that we won these tickets. Thank you. So they won those tickets playing a game called One Second of Sam, which you can probably figure out. You weren't around when we played it, but you can probably figure out you're a smart cat. Well, you play one second of Sam's song, and if you can guess the song, you get to go to the concert, which is in October at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Yes. Uh, it'd be brilliant. If it was anything like the little tasting plate, the sampler that we got last night, it would be brilliant. This song, they played this last, and as a sort of piano chilled version of it, it was mm. hot. Yep. Wonderful. Sexy. When are we going to start giving away some tickets to Sam? Next week. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Here's your chance, Adelaide, right now. You can pick up $1,000 if you've got a wonderful dilemma, uh, safm.com.au. Beck, we have Rachel on the line. Oh, no. And this topic is one that I actually have a real problem with. Okay. Okay, Rach, uh, good morning. Hi. All right, Rach, tell us, uh, what is your right or wrong, your dilemma? Is it right or wrong? to snoop through your partner's phone. Okay, so what did you do? Well, I did it. Mm-hmm. And what did you find? <laughs> um, let's just say I'm not with him anymore. Oh, okay. So God. what made you go through his phone in the first mm. place? What you, you were suspicious, obviously. I had a few suspicions. Like things, something just didn't feel right. It was just more of an intuitive feeling. Mm. Okay. And I just thought I was on it anyway, looking at some photos that we'd taken. Yeah. And I just thought, I wonder what else is on here. He wasn't in the room, and I just mm-hmm. thought, I haven't looked through it before. Right. So I went into his hidden folder in his photos, and there was a whole folder of his ex-girlfriend's raunchy <gasps> photos. Uh, uh, Rach, hang on. Can you? What do you mean his hidden folders? What is this? So 
If you have an iPhone, there yep. is a hidden, like there's a folder called hidden. Right, hang on. I'm just opening my phone. I do have an iPhone. Don't you where, need a password for where it? Where would I find it? Um, so you scroll right down to the bottom yeah. in photos. Ah, right. Yes. And it should say hidden and it's, yeah. I think you need face ID for it now, but it was probably a year ago now that I oh, did it. Oh, no, I've got it. I've got it here. It says under utilities. It's got imports hidden, recently deleted. Well, how dumb to call it hidden? It's like That's a red a good flag. Point. But when I click onto it, it says no photos or video. So oh, I didn't sure. even know I had it. Sure. But it's, it's under utilities. You're okay, right. You, there scroll, we go. you scroll down the bottom. Wow. And so were these recently sent? Do you know? Well, they had dates on it that were dates that we were in a relationship. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know whether like they were old and he'd saved them or yeah, whether okay. he was still like talking to this person. I just had no idea. So I just basically left. Okay. Right, I was like, was I can't it. move past it. Yeah, all you right. You dumped him. Okay, 131060, is it right or wrong to go through your partner's phone? Rachel, I'm with you. I think it's okay because if they have nothing to hide, then there should be no issue with having a little, a little catch-up. I sometimes do it with my husband's phone. I check his text oh, no. messages because he forgets to tell me things. Oh, that actually, you know what that is? That's like a trust right off the bat. That's okay. wrong. You can't go through someone's phone. Okay. Where's the trust now? What do you mean as you smile and go, he sometimes forgets things? No, you're going in there because you're snooping and you are compromising the trust in your relationship. All right, Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I, absolutely, it's wrong if you're going okay. through someone else's phone, no matter who they right. are. I'm with you, girl, Rachel. It's all right. What? <laughs> Thank you. I do think it is wrong, oh. but if you have a suspicion, then I think it's okay. Okay. Right. Jeez, I hope your bum's not too sore sitting on that fence there, Rach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what Adelaide thinks. Give us a call on 131060, right or wrong. Is it right? Is it wrong? Righto, we are talking about whether it's right or wrong to go through a partner's phone. Uh, we spoke with Rachel just before because she had been through her partner's phone. And she told us about this little situation where when you go into the pictures on your phone, if you do have an iPhone, uh, because she found some raunchy pics that her partner had of his ex um, if you go into your phone in the pics you go down and scroll down to utilities and then it says hidden. amazingly hidden <laughs> but you so need dumb. it says you need your iid to get in well beck look what i have in my hand there's nothing in that this is your phone you right <laughs> i'm going down to so i'm going through this so you go into albums you go to utilities mm. and i you've got two in hidden oh, but okay. i can't see what they are okay You've got you've got two pics in your hidden folder. What are they of? Oh Can you look in the phone and open it Seriously, for me? mate. What are they? All right. I have nothing I've in my got, hidden you've folder. You've got two pics in there. Okay, so we're asking right or <laughs> wrong to go through your partner's phone. I think it's okay because if they've got nothing to hide, then what's the problem? T yes. in Hackham, right or wrong? First off, thanks for joining the team, Soda. Great to have you. Well, thank you, T. Thank you very much. Um, T, are you a go-through-the-phone sort of girl of your partner or not? No, it's totally wrong. It, yeah, no, you should just never do it. No. You've never just done not, it? You've never been tempted? No, no, never tempted, never done it. Would never even dream of doing it. All right, and there's Jeez. nothing on your phone that's incriminating, mm, T? Nothing. My partner could have my phone. He's got all my passwords to all my devices. Just, yeah, no, nah, never done it. He wouldn't even dream of it. That's Been with him for 16 years, and oh. yeah, no, no way would I ever think of it. Thank you, T. You are rock solid, you and your man. Yes. Emma in Gawler South, right or wrong to go through your partner's phone? 
Absolutely right. Yeah. It, okay. Um, you got to have trust. Like, if you don't have any trust, my husband goes through my phone. I go through his phone. Mm. Um, if there's no trust, no relationship, no. Emma, do you go through the phone because you want to check stuff or do you just grab whichever phone's there because you're Googling something? Do you actually ever have a little look through and check? No, I just go through his phone um, and I know where he is. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, the I couples think that track exists. each other. What? John Bleedy, no, our anchor, what? tracks his wife. How are you, going? you do not. Yeah. We have a business she's out and about in the car and Hang I want on. to know where she is. Hang on, mate. No, no, no. no. You, you, you have an app on your phone that tracks your wife. Yeah, it's the iPhone. The Find My iPhone. What? The Find My iPhone. Yeah. Oh, we have it, but I don't know where if, the kids are. I know. If there's complete trust, why do you need to know where your wife is? Oh, it's very complicated. Yeah. but No, uh, it's not. <laughs> it's very simple. If she's out walking dogs, mydogsdayout.com.au, um, <laughs> I want to know. I can't call her if she's got a whole bunch of dogs, yeah. so I need to Lovely know when she's story. in the car when I can You're call her. You're protesting too much. I think you are worried that she might be with a dirty dog. <laughs> Chelsea in Salisbury, <laughs> the final word to you, right or wrong to go through your partner's phone? Morning, Beck and Soda. No, it's wrong. Um, yes. I've never had to do it with my husband of four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend came to me and went through her partner's phone, found a few things she wasn't happy with, and I just said, well, don't go through your partner's phone. If you've got, you know, open communication, just talk about it. And what did she find in there? How she just found, you know, some conversations with an ex-fling. So I said, well, that's on you. Right. Still together? Uh, yeah, they are still together. Right. Um, can you just, just weigh into this, uh, please, Charles? Um, so John Bleeby, the man who pushes our buttons, says that he completely trusts his wife, but he's tracking her like an operative from CIA. <laughs> what are your like thoughts? Um, each to their own. There I mean, if she does it to him, then it, it's okay. But, yeah, just... I wouldn't go through Chelsea, that. Uh, Chelsea, congratulations. Don't Chelsea off, you, John. No, no, I'm telling Chelsea. You filthy spy. Great call. You're in the running to win a holiday. Thanks to RAA Travel. Thank you. Where is she Thanks. now? <laughs> Where is she? This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yeah, so do we are getting to know each other on week mm. one, and we've done a little bit of uh, texting, and I'm oh, noticing um, you don't use emojis. You're not um, a big emoji user in your texts. Well, I'm not 22. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit of an old bloke, and I'm probably old school. No, what I do is I stick a thumb at the end of everything just by habit. That's about okay. it. Or sometimes I do the laughing with the tears. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really a big aubergine that's really, user. That's really boomer. Or do the, the little the little poo, you know. Yeah. That's about it. No. Yeah. I don't send them. Why? What are you? You normally? No, I like. Well, I I like. I'm partial to them in an Instagram caption, and oh, I do okay. a lot of those, as you know, daily. Really? Oh, <laughs> Not so much in a text, and I think this is why. So, uh, you be the same with kids. Um, they're always very nervous about what school uh, class they get in and whether they have their friends Absolutely. in the class. Yeah, and you know, when you go back and think of that, I can even remember in grade five yeah. that Mrs. Hosking wouldn't let me go into the same class with Adrian Cashard. <laughs> And, you know, so that's a long time ago and that still hurts me. And I can remember that. And kids are getting into that point now because the kids are just finding out yes. now what class they're so going to. So I was messaging a mum and we were hoping that our daughters would be in the same class mm. um, because they lo- they have a lovely friendship. Anyway, it turns out they are. And I sent her the message. I said, they're in the same class. And then I wanted to do a emoji that would speak to phew, like, oh, phew. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I searched through and also... I don't know this mum super well, but I, I I found one that I thought was few, and it was just like a face with a little like cloud of puff, like 
of smoke. And what but does that she, mean? Well, I thought it was few, but she went, what is that? Emo-? She said, are you unhappy they're in the same class? She thought it was like a sad emoji. And then <laughs> right. I was like, oh, our daughters are in the same class, like sad, angry face. And I was like, no, that's the few emoji. Phew. Right. And she was like, oh. Okay, few. And then I was and then I was embarrassed about my emoji selection. I should have just done a happy smiley face yeah. or a thumbs up. Mm. Or an aubergine. Not an aubergine. <laughs> but um I uh, yeah, you can get in trouble with your emoji choice. A girlfriend of mine um did a workout at the gym mm. and she went, tough one this morning and she used the water droplets emoji. And then her teenage daughter messaged her and said, Mum, never ever use that emoji again. She goes, Doesn't it mean sweat? She said, It doesn't mean sweat. What, what does it mean? Have a shower. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA, it's the Soda Stream. Yeah, what's going on in our town? I can tell you, Beck, that there is uh, a lot of anger coming out of Police Minister Joe Zockarch's mouth. And the reason being, there's this horrific trend on TikTok here in oh. South Australia where people are now filming themselves and their speedos oh. hitting 200k plus Dumb. on roads, which is Absolutely frightening right now. Um, and there are people, I think they said that, now I'm under, trying to understand TikTok and all this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, well done there you. Are 76 responses locally from people saying they have hit 200 plus here in Adelaide or in South Australian roads, which is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So seriously, Hoons, can you pull your heads in? Um, police have said straight away, we will be impounding vehicles. We will be taking uh, licenses away mm. because someone will lose their life with this ridiculous absolutely. trend going That's on. Dumb. So please stop it. Mm. Right. Now. Hang on. Police... You've got a little bit of hash brown on you. I've just had T-shirt a little hash there. brown. Yeah. No, thank you. We, we've, we've had a little hash brown run this morning because it is very early and you need to uh, keep things to Well, you guys up. went to Sam Smith uh, last night yes. at the Cube. Wow. That was magnificent. And uh, we do have wonderful tickets to give for Sam Smith coming back in October. So stick around for that. But this happened last night right here in South Australia. Well done. That's massive for Thanasi Kokonakis. He has put on a show tonight for the Adelaide crowd, and that is a big, big win. He is our man. He's now into the quarterfinals of the Adelaide International. He'll play again tonight. Mm. He won this tournament last year, Beck, um, and he described it as the most important week in his career mm. last year. So this is a second tournament. I'm having yes. my... But it's look, it's a weird scenario. This. So if you have been come, look, going along to the tennis at mm. Memorial Drive, you've been fortunate enough to get there. The first tournament has run. This is a completely different second yeah, tournament. Right. And it evolved out of COVID a year or two ago where we were given, I think, the Hobart event okay. because um, they couldn't run it down yeah. there. So they just put two tournaments together. SA, well done, did such a great job that they said, we well, can do it again for this year. Um, Thanasi, though, uh, speaking of really bad driving, we're talking about going 200k plus. Thanasi has been, well, very responsible with his driving, but he was spotted on Saturday night doing manies <laughs> along um, Henley Beach, yeah. right on the seafront there, in a McLaren 720S. <sighs> now... I feel a bit responsible here because um, I've got a friend that has the dealership up at Zagami's, and I said to Thanasi, oh, "Would you like to?" Nice. No, Friends I in don't high drive places. one of those. Have you got a Bentley parked down there Listen, in the car park? This no, I drive an Isuzu because I am a normal everyday person. But I do have a friend and a link, and so Thanasi said, "I really like fast cars. Um, I'd love to get him one." So. These guys, Scotty Greer down there, actually said to Thanasi, come in and I'll give you a McLaren to drive for three or four days. He's been flashing around town oh in it. Um, wow. But I was fortunate enough to catch up with him to ask him about his McLaren 720S, which he was loaned. Take a listen. 
I'll get a spray from my dad saying focus on your tennis first, don't worry about this stuff. But it does uh, does give you some added motivation knowing you can drive one of these, that's for sure. Right, well, you go back-to-back Adelaide International Tournaments from last year and this year, mate, and I think you might deserve one of these. Yeah, well, if I do that, I'll, I'll definitely get myself one. I think I think it's on the cards. Right, if he wins tonight, he's into the semi-finals. If he wins the semi-finals, into the final. If he wins that, he's going to go and buy himself a McLaren. <laughs> Drive it responsibly, Thanasi. Do not get involved in the TikTok trend. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yeah, we're going to Gummaraka. What a beautiful part of the world. Good morning, Kylie. Hey, guys. How are you going? We are terrific. What's happening in your world? Uh, well, we're just, uh, Hubby and I have been listening to you guys uh, get to know each other a little bit <laughs> over the, the last week, and it's actually been really nice. We uh, were kind of a little bit hesitant to see how you would go together, but it's actually been <laughs> really good. Really like, really oh, well, right. look, you know, hey, honesty, if nothing else. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. We yeah. felt the same way. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> well, Kylie, look, Beck and I knew of each other, and I, I knew her husband, James, for many years, but we didn't really know each other uh, mm. intimately without well, we that being don't. appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't need to know those details about you getting well, to know each other. I, I've got to say, Kylie, we were very fortunate enough to go to Sam Smith last night and Beck had a couple under her belt and she looked over and I saw the eyelids flutter and I thought, Jesus Christ, this is early. We're only three days oh, in. No. That is not true, <laughs> Kylie. I made that up. Um, what, okay. Uh, can you tell me something about Beck? Have you been listening into Beck for a couple of years, Kylie? Yeah. Can you tell me something about Beck that I might not know that I need to know that you've Ooh. discovered about her? Um, well, look, she's pretty much an open book, but uh, I'm I think, that. yeah, mm. apart from the non-showering, um, yes. look, she's a bit of a hot mess mum, if you didn't already know that bit. Beautiful. Well, I'm a hot mess dad, so she might be able to give me some tips. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. The Golden Globes edition of Oh My Goss run yesterday. Winner of Best Film, this is where I always feel completely out of touch. So mm-hmm. beating Avatar, which I've seen, Elvis, Tar and Top Gun. Can I ask, is Avatar good, the second one? It's long. They're all underwater, aren't they? Hence, yeah. we, we spoke to um, William Trubridge yesterday, yes. who is the world's deepest diver, and he said that they... You know, we're cheating a little bit in holding oxygen. their breath, oh, but um, the whole thing's filmed underwater. So I found it long. I watched it with the kids, and I I saw it in three D, and the glasses hurt my face. Out of five, how many morses would you give it? Um, oh, it was spectacular. I'd give it a four. Four morses. Oh wow, well, that's yeah. not bad. Oh uh, yeah, because it was yeah. Anyway, and well that didn't was, win. So that what was did beaten win? by the Fablemans, a Steven Spielberg um, production that I haven't even heard of. Me neither. Um, in terms of Aussie winners, Kate mm. Blanchett won for Tar, again, which I haven't even heard of, and Austin Butler won for Elvis. Um, oh, yeah. But cleaning up, and I'm always proud when I've watched something because I'm <laughs> always a bit behind. Good, because so far all you've done is talk about a whole lot of I things know. you know nothing about. This so is as informative as well. You watched nothing. White Lotus. Uh, no, but I've heard very it's good. It's very good. It's on binge. Do you have yes. binge? Uh, no, but can I subscribe, watch White Lotus, and then cancel my subscription because yeah, you get a free 30 as long days? As you remember to cancel it. Now, White it Lotus is raunchy. Has... Are you okay with raunch? Uh, probably it's would very... be okay. It's, um, it's got Stifler's mum in it. It does. And she won, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. She won Best Supporting Actress. Well, I know um, she is. Yeah, uh, and uh, it won Best Limited Series, Anthology Series, or TV Movie. Uh, right. he, I don't know what that even category even means. Uh, he's director Mike White. 
I was gonna give this speech in Italian, but I'm too drunk because there was no food. The food, when we got there, they were like, the food is over. You can't have any, it's just good drink. Thank you to these guys. I would take a bullet for you guys. Maybe not in the heart, but in the foot or the leg or whatever. I want to thank all the actors and Jennifer. I love you. Like we went out with a show we wanted to do with Jimmy and Jennifer and everybody passed. I know you all passed. You all passed on this show. And so, yes, it's very gratifying to have this moment. Um, White Lotus, now, is this correct? Someone mentioned to me the other day, it's like a whodunit. Yeah, so it's the second series, but you don't have to watch them in order. But Jennifer Coolidge is the carryover character. And in the first episode, you find out that someone dies, but you don't know who it is. So it's like Cluedo, like Professor Yeah, so you, you're thinking, oh, so the whole yep. time you're like, which one's going to die okay. and who did it? Right. But it's uh, set in Italy, which is why he referenced speaking mm. Italian. Okay. I feel so across well this. Done. I'm done so very well. Very well. Um, now, you know, comedian Jared Carmichael did host it. So the only disappointing thing of the Golden Globes really now is we'll never get to hear this wonderful host, Ricky Gervais. Once upon a time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long, Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So, even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. I love Ricky Gervais. Bring him back, please. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Super, super excited about this. Here we go. Coming soon, this summer's blockbuster, starring you. And when we say starring, well, we mean you'll get a line. In a real movie, filmed right here in SA, just like Soda did. Not a lot of those around here. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You could be Adelaide's newest movie star. Have you got what it takes? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. Are you ready for stardom? You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Make sure you're listening to Beck and Soda tomorrow morning after 8 to win the part. Only on SAFL. This is legitimate. Mm. There is a movie being filmed at the moment in South Australia. It is called Motion is Dead. A great South Australian writer and director, producer, has put it together. His mm. name is Pete Williams Beck. Yes. Um, brilliant film. Now, they are almost wrapped with filming. Uh, it's been filmed around Elizabeth at the old Holden factory, also around Outer Harbour at the South Australian Yacht Squadron, uh, the bar Crybaby in the city. Yeah. Um, it, look, it's a bit of a dark film. It's been described as a cross between Bad Boy, Bubby and Snowtown. Yeah, not sure about that, uh, as very, a review. Very South Australian. Yep. Legitimate feature-length film. Now, it's going to be released at like the Cannes Film Festival, Sundance Film Festival, and so mm. forth. You have the opportunity tomorrow to audition live on air. Mm. Pete Williams is going to join us, who's making the film. And if you win the part, he will write a line and a part in for you for the actual filming. You can come to the big launch and everything, which yeah. is brilliant. And you're already in it. We just heard a little snippet oh, of your yes. line as Wayne's friend number three. Yeah, I'm Wayne's friend number three. I think that was the name of the credits. So um, Pete actually invited me the other night and we were filming till 2.30 in the morning um, on a boat pretending to have a party. Um, and it was fascinating watching how it took about six or seven mm. hours to film about 30 seconds mm. of the movie. Tomorrow, after eight, you will have your chance. If you fancy yourself as a bit of a star, do not miss. Beck, we might be able to write a part in for you. I'm good. I, I'm not good at sitting around waiting for stuff. <laughs> Imagine you could do that and in the credits it could be Blonde Milf. I, w- mm. I would go, where's my trailer? And they wouldn't have a trailer mm. for me. Or and I would- Messy Mum. Mm. Messy Mum. Mm. Yeah, I don't really like Milf. No, it's a horrible term. It's yeah. an, a nice little claim to fame though if you've got a little part in the movie. No, this is legit. You can be in the movie. Um, but while we're talking about that, 
what is your claim to fame? Yeah. Right? Thirteen ten sixty. give us a call. Were you on a TV show? Yeah. Um, what else could it be? Have you been in a movie? Oh. Right. Did you just rub shoulders with oh, Beck yeah. Morse at F45 or something down at Henley <laughs> yeah. Beach? Yeah, what's your claim to fame? Do you have a claim to fame? Have you done something yeah. magnificent over your time? Beck, have you a little claim to fame? Um, I was in the newspaper when I was five. <laughs> they came to my school to cover my fate <laughs> and I had just lost my two front teeth. Yes. And they thought that I was cute. Uh, I think mum and dad still have the clipping oh, in cool. their scrapbook. Little Becky Morse. Was it Becky. the advertiser or was it your local Blackwood Post? No, it was just like a local, like the message. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. I like it. That's the claim to fame we're after, the little ones. 131060, what is your claim to fame? Have you appeared somewhere? Give us a buzz right now. We've got a couple of great little uh, Facebook ones here. What about this one? Louise Hickenbotham. She's got a few. Um, she went to shake Gene Simmons' hand and he spun me around and started dancing with me. Um, I'm surprised that Gene didn't give you the room key either because <laughs> he's quite well known for that. Louise has had a busy life. Russell Crowe threw cheese at her also. Well, uh, it could have been worse. It could have been a phone to concierge, yeah. which Russell once did, didn't it? Uh, Christy in Blakeview, what's your claim to fame? Good morning um, and welcome, Soda, to uh, SAFM. Loving, loving the uh, voice and hearing you on the radio again. Oh, so oh, great, great soda. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. That's very, very kind. Now, Not Christy, can you tell us why you might be famous? Why might someone recognise you? Well, I was on a billboard. So it, the slogan was ingredients for hump days. <laughs> so I was getting all sorts of messages and photos. People were like, recognise me on the street. I was stopping the traffic, you know. Um, billboard. <laughs> Christy, what, what were you advertising? Because uh, it seems very um, unusual to be yeah. talking about ingredients for hump day. Hump day. So I was sneaking a chocolate bar and it was um, when I was working for a supermarket, Drake Supermarket. Oh, and uh, yes, yeah, so I was on the billboard for that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Brilliant. Good on you, that Christy. That is a good one. That's the kind of thing we're looking for. Fantastic. Um, what about Vanessa on Facebook here? Um, my great uncle Rex invented Humphrey B. Bear. It was my biggest flex in primary school. That is super impressive. Wow. I like this one. Daniel, I mm. fell into the animal enclosure at Monaco. And they had to tranquilize the animals to rescue me. Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Daniel, we need to talk to Dan. you. Oh, God, can someone please find Daniel? Beck, we're talking about claims to fame. Do you have a claim to fame? Um, I was once uh, an ambulance driver on All Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was ambulance driver number two. And you know Merrick from American Russell, yeah. Merrick Watts. He was the actor and he was playing, I think he was a plumber or a carpenter and he'd fallen off a wall. Now, I was just having to be in Sydney for a few weeks and a friend of mine was working at Channel 7 and said, we need someone who's got a truck mm. license because you need to drive an ambulance. Mm. And I had that from being If you can virus. tell your story shorter than that, yes. give us a call on 13. So I had to actually drive the ambulance and I spent all day there to drive the ambulance and pick up, uh, what's his name, Merrick Watts there on a goes. stretcher. That's, That's my claim to fame. Great story. That's all we have time for. Okay, thank you. Um, Debbie, See you tomorrow, Adelaide. Thanks for joining us. Debbie in Seaview Towns, what's your claim to fame? Yeah, hi, Beck and Soda. How are you going? G'day, Deb. Yeah, yep. I was in uh, one of the episodes of Inspector Morse. Oh. oh. Hello. Related to me. <laughs> um, Deb, this is fantastic. So what were you doing in the episode? Well, I was actually a serving police officer at the time. Yeah. And they they filmed at the station where I just happened to work. Right. And um, they, instead of hiring extras, yeah. they had those of us who were on work were milling about in the background being all the uniformed officers. Brilliant. Did, um, Deb, did you get the opportunity to get the spread? Did they bring out all the good food and all that sort of catering? thing? Or, yeah. <laughs> yep, actually, we had a number of parties, um, you know, with a lot of food and the writer and... Right. Um, John Thor himself, oh. because they used our station 
Nicky, um, governor. So <laughs> Brilliant. Good on you, Dev. Oh, well, Dev, you're a bona fide you star. No doubt about that. Uh, Amanda from Paynham South. Good morning, Amanda. What's your claim to fame? Good morning, Beck and Soda, and welcome, Soda. It's great to hear you in the mornings. Thank you. My... That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. My claim to fame is I had Dr. Harry come to my house to help me train my nervous boxer on how to use the dog door. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than a nervous boxer. <laughs> That's great. Did it work? It worked. He was brilliant. Like you could just see my dog get in the zone with him and she was very focused oh, no. and he trained her to do it and it was amazing. He was a fabulous man. Amanda, for anyone that is training their dog, what was his secret that actually got your boxer through the door? Well, it's always reward good behaviour, which I still use to this day with my children. Catch them doing something bright and it's all about rewarding good behaviour. But he also pulled out this fluffy green bath mat, put it over the step to desensitise her to the step so she could get onto the step. And it just looked so funny on the television to see that. Oh, that's Brilliant. a good one, Amanda. I like that, Amanda. And lovely tips too for those people playing with their dogs today. Yeah, Very well nice. done. Amanda uh, in the running for an RAA travel holiday, as with all of our calls today. Yep, yeah, we've got one more. Jess in Trot Park, what's your claim to fame? Good morning, Beck and Soda. How are you today? Yeah, well. Fantastic, Jess. All right, I want to know, is this a legit claim? It is definitely legit. Mm -hmm. I was only 17 years old and I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? At 17. Right. At 17. At first I thought it was a joke, so I just went along with it. Yep. And then they flew me to Melbourne, put me up in a hotel and took me to the studio and put me on TV. How'd you go? I... Just missed out on being the fastest finger first, so I didn't get on to win anything. But I was sitting behind Eddie for the whole time we were filming. All right. Did Eddie talk to you at any point? Uh, Yes. Every time he went to the dressing room to change clothes, I just happened to be getting a drink in the hallway and we'd bump into each other every single time. These are good. Well, well Eddie is everywhere, Jess. No one is saw him all the time. We want to speak to Sam from Norwood. Uh, what's your claim to fame? Good morning, uh, Beck and Soda. So I got uh, an extra mm-hmm. in um, an Australian telly movie with uh, Claudia Carvin and Matt Day. Oh, wow. I had 10 lines in it. I was super excited. And um, when we're finally watching it, I was on the third day. So it was three episodes. Mm-hmm. I was yes. on the third day, right at the end. I had my grandparents ringing me going, this is such a boring movie, Sam. When are you on? Um, I said, no, right at the end, right at the end. Everybody waited. I made everybody watch the whole three, you know, movies of it. Mm -hmm. And then I was in at the end. You could see my face, but they had dubbed over my voice. Oh, Sam, with another actor. Yeah, yeah. They wanted the face, but this voice is not for TV. So, yeah. Right. (laughs) What was the name of the film? My Brother Jack. Remember that? War, like a war movie. Yeah, right. I'm Googling yep. it as we speak. Right. Oh, Claudia Carvin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, Lee, you still have a claim to fame, Sam. Your face was still my on face the telly. My face was on TV, yes. Uh, well done. Um, hey, if you want to get another chance to be in a movie, can you give us a call at 8 o'clock tomorrow and you could even recite your line. Can you remember any of your lines from My Brother Jack? Have you had I, ten I, of them? Yeah, I can. I was leading a gun battery of giving commands to fire artillery at the... Um, for air defence, because during the war they used um, women for air defence in Australia. Come on, Sam, roll one out. What did you say that you didn't get to say? Ladies, 10 degrees, left, fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam. Hey, I Sam. I feel like I was in the trenches with you. <laughs> your, your line finally got to get to air somewhere. It was on radio. It wasn't in the film, but you got to do it. Well done. Love you guys. Thank you. Aww. Good on you. Thank, Thank you, you ladies. 10 degrees to the right. Welcome to the 